your favorite fat boys. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite fat boy, Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. the Roger E. with a podcast, a.k.a. the king of the summer blockbuster. Roger Ebert? <laughs> I haven't heard that name in so long. Hey, that's the kind of clout I got. Oh, uh, man. Welcome back to your favorite fat boy's podcast. This is episode... 56. Woo-woo. So... I'm gonna get it right one day. I don't know. I don't, I don't do. I don't know do these sound effects. I'm telling you, we, 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 we need a horn. I mean, I can add that in there. <laughs> so this episode 56, and this is Hero Talk. Hero Talk 12. Hero Talk. Woo! It's time for heroes. Right. So being that we are at the end of June, going into July, this is probably around the time that we you will be gearing up to see the summer blockbuster. Of yep. the year, yep, so, yep, yep. but with the pandemic, it's not. I mean, you still, we still have blockbusters, but it don't seem like it's it not as as impactful as it was. I wouldn't say that because to me, that's how I feel. A, a lot of some of the summer movies have been. Well, I mean, I wouldn't consider them summer movies. They've been making raking in the cash. Like Top Gun did numbers, and I don't know. Well, nostalgia. Yeah, a lot of nostalgia. Nostalgia. It's not a summer movie, but Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness did numbers. Yeah. So, you know, the blockbuster is still a thing. It ain't dead just yet. Yeah, I think that because they, they released the trailers, I think, was it like 90, it seemed like within like 90 days of the movie dropping, you get like maybe one, two, maybe three trailers, and then all of the teasers. The teasers and uh, the, uh, the fan sites, they pick and probe and you know dwell into the you know the trailer itself like what it could be what's this mean and what what the kind of look or any spoilers in the sense so i think it takes a nowadays it kind of takes a, a little bit of the what if factor out of it or you know or that, that or the surprise factor in the movie nowadays because they just you know tear it apart in a sense right and they have so much inside information nowadays more so than what they probably did you know back in the 90s but yeah, it's essentially, it's still there. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that we have the internet, so all of that information always is always readily available. When you saw Doctor Strange, you said you had to go see it because you were seeing like spoilers every which way. Yeah, yeah. If if I didn't go see it, it would have been spoiled because you know after a week of it being now all of the articles were out and they always have the spoilers in the headlines. Yeah. So with that being said, what are some of the your some of the classic blockbusters from back in the day or some of your personal favorites? Oh, one of my personal favorites, summer movie blockbusters, T2 Judgment Day. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest summer blockbusters that I went and saw as as a youth. Yeah, yeah, I, that yeah, that was one for me too. That was on my list. T2. Um, oh, let me ask you to put up this list and we'll be, see if you agree with it or not as, you know, more so like a, as a blockbuster per se. So I thought it was really interesting. This list ahead that uh, sci-fi.com put it out as far as blockbusters go. Mm-hmm. And the, the number one on the list is Ghost. Are they? <laughs> I, 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 just, I, just, I just put it like a, some of blockbusters of the 90s. So I'm not, I, it's not, I didn't, and I think the reason I why mean, is I didn't put it in action. Ghost was a, was a, a huge blockbuster when it first came out, but are they talking about money made or just best movie? Well, what's, what's the requirements for the list? 
Because Ghost wouldn't be at my number one for anything. No, it wouldn't. I mean, and I enjoyed the movie. I really did. But, yeah, no, it wouldn't be at my number one for anything. So this, this article says the 20 greatest summer movies from the 90s. That you show? Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. But like what I said, when I put in, when I put in the Google search, I'm put, I put in that summer blockbuster of the 90s. I, again, so. it, it did make a lot of money when it first came out. But I don't know if it would be number one on my must-watch summer blockbuster list. Nah, so I'm going to go with a couple here. They got uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, Thieves with Robin uh, Kevin Costner. I, yeah, I did enjoy that movie as well. Total Recall. Yeah, oh, that fucking classic. Yeah. Terminator 2, as you said. Always. Well, this surprised me. Batman Returns. Yep. 1992. Mm-hmm. Um, in June. I thought it came out in the winter. Because I remember. summer movie. I must not know what season I was in there when I recall. Because I remember me and my mom going to see Batman Returns. And to show you how old I am, we were waiting in line to go see the movie. And this was at, it was late at night. And while we were waiting to see the movie, we were right next to a KB toy store. Oh. The movie thing was right next to a KB toy store. So we went in there while we waited, while the we waited for the movie to as open for our for our time. She brought me this this Batman Returns playset. Like it came with like a, a belt, a mask, and like a like a grappling gun, you know, some other little things. You got all the good shit Oh humble brag Go ahead and humble brag. I'm sorry, it was one it's one of my favorite memories of me and my mom, you know, doing stuff. Cause I I, I do you remember going to that KB toy store, you know, getting that, and then we go watch the movie and I fell asleep. <laughs> Cause it's like it's like late. I don't, I don't know how late it was, but I know it was when I woke when we got out. It was nighttime, so I won't say it was late per se, but it could have been you no know, late afternoon, going into the evening. So, but that's one of my favorite memories. Hey, mom. So, Batman Returns, Jurassic Park. Yeah, that was going to be one of my other ones. Yeah, I would say The Fugitive. Hey, The Fugitive is a it's a decent movie. It's a good movie, but and it did it did come out in the summer it yeah. came out the, the later part of the summer yeah August uh, 6th of 93 oh, so, well there you go yeah. <laughs> I, I remember it came out in the later part of the summer and I and I really did enjoy that movie Apollo 13 yeah I, don't, I think I seen it but I wasn't a big fan of it uh, I, I definitely enjoyed that movie because I was really in the spaceship Desperado Antonio Banderas Summer Hayek yup yup uh, of course Independence Day yeah Why so wouldn't it be? that's a given and Men in Black, of course. They ain't got Armageddon on that list? I think it is. I mean, it, it better be. Yeah, here it is. Number 15. Okay, but Armageddon was huge. <laughs> See, it better be on that list. Yeah, Armageddon was huge. I mean, so I'm in agreement with that list with the exception of number Ghost. one. <laughs> of the must-see movies. Because, I mean, Ghost is a, it's a good movie. I most certainly enjoyed it, but... And then you got the Blair Witch Project. I right did now. not like that movie. That movie was so fucking disappointing. It was very... It was stupid. And I, can't, and I did not understand... Was it a series or a sequel that no, came out? I mean, there was a sequel to it. Was it was there a series to it? I don't know if there was a series, but there was definitely a sequel. Yeah. And it, and it, and it, Witch. Yeah. So... But I think it was that first of that POV move, you know, kind of a style of recording documentary style. Yeah, found footage. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I went to see the Blair Witch because it was getting such high praise. People were talking about how scary it was, and I saw it. And I'm like, this shit ain't scary. And then the ending came up. I'm like, this shit is dumb. The fuck with the is girl, this? With the girl in the corner. Yeah. yeah. And the camera flitting, and the girls in the corner. And then people just stand. I'm like, what is this? It's not scary. 
Yeah, but it, that had a lot of hype around it because of the fact that people run out of the theater because they were so scared of what was going on. Yeah, just great, great promotion is what I what I would say about that. Yeah, and white woman, white woman crying profusely in that movie. A white woman was crying profusely in that movie. So yeah, as far as my favorite, you know, summer blockbuster movies from back in the day, T two, Armageddon, Jurassic Park are the, are the main three. And Batman Returns. It's all about action for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with Independence Day, Men in Black, Spider-Man. Oh, I mean, I did enjoy those as well. Yeah. But I definitely, I remember seeing T2, my dad. Yeah, T2 left, I guess, as far as some of the blockbuster movies go, left the biggest impression with me. Yeah, I think, like, all those movies, I think, are like a standard for, like, you know, like, doing numbers and then, like, the big opening day or the big opening weekend, things like that. Because I remember, I remember Independence Day was such a big, big deal. Oh, yeah, it was was huge. Because, Cause was Men in Black then Independence Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, it was just a bit, and Will Smith was like, <laughs> untouchable. I won't say untouchable was in a sense, but he was like, he was like that he, poster boy. He was the go-to guy for, for the summer movies yeah. at that point. Because I think, because Bad Boys came out in 95, was that a summer movie though? Yeah. So, he had Bad Boys, Men in Black, Independence Day. He was, he was like, and he had three, he had hits for hits. Yeah. He so. kept coming out with Blockbuster movies. Yeah, and then we get Wild Wild West. I th- I'm almost certain somebody blackmailed him to do that shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm almost certain somebody he got blackmailed to do that dumbass movie. I remember I remember reading an article, and I can't remember if t- I can't remember right now top of my head, but I do remember an article that someone passed on that role, and he didn't. He, and he eventually ended up taking it. I can't remember who it was passing that role, but it was someone that I think is still very active and acting mm-hmm. nowadays. So. I want to say maybe Jamie Foxx, but I don't think that. I don't think it would have been Jamie Foxx because he wasn't really big back then. No, no, he wasn't. He's 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 Not got for no lead title role in the block summer blockbuster. No, but it's interesting though. They actually did offer Will Smith the role for Neo. In the yeah, Patriots. I remember that. Yeah, and he turned it down. He's like that was the biggest career, you know, the worst career decision he ever made in his life. He said that because yeah. he just didn't understand it. Because he said the pitch was like the way they pitched it to him was like bullets gonna fly by you, but it's going to be slow motion and slow down. He just like he couldn't really wrap his head around what they yeah. were describing. But uh, Keanu Reeves, I don't know if he had the vision for it or he's like, hey, let's just give it a go. Yeah, it's me. I like making movies. <laughs> right, so. That that was one day for the books. So, so right now we have, so we seen Doctor Strange. Since this is hero time, and it's, so it's time to talk about those movies and TV shows that had to deal with those heroes. Yeah, that you love so much that, as we do too. So we saw Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, I thought it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. I it, did too. It was definitely a Sam Raimi movie. Yes. Yes. I got. I like the fact that I got to see elements of his other movies in, yeah. in this and it worked really yeah, well. It, it really leaned into the horror comedy aspect that Sam Raimi is known for directing in like Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. Yes. And Drag Me to Hell. Oh, good movies. Those specific camera angles, you know, the jump scares, all of those Beats that you expect from the same projectile vomit. Yeah, they were in there. So yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. It I and didn't. It, I, didn't it, I was skeptical because I didn't think it, it could top Far From Home. Right. See, and I, I was skeptical. Oh, no, no, was, there's no way home. No, no, no way, way home. home. Yeah. I was skeptical because I wasn't sure if that stuff, you know, those Sam Raimi horror comedy aspects could work well with a Marvel backdrop, mm-hmm. but it definitely did. Yeah, and especially with uh, Doctor Strange being the. Uh, the source so yeah I liked it a lot I liked 
pretty much got a wish was, was like, fuck it, I want my kids. I'll do anything to get my kids. Right, yeah, that, that big twist that she was the major villain of this and, you know, not some other entity or other actual villain from the comics or something. So, yeah, it was a nice, huge twist. Yeah, because it seemed like in the last couple of movies, well, I think especially with Spider-Man, there were a lot of surprises in it. Because I remember reading one article, they said they wished they, they wanted to keep the villains that were coming back a, a, a secret. And I think that would have been an even big more <gasps> gasping moment, right. you know. But I think they, but you know, it was like you didn't know if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be in there or not. So that was a big surprise. Or oh, and then the fact we heard that that was going to be in there, big surprise as well. So, uh, but with this though, like yeah, seeing her to being the villain, it was like okay, like y'all y'all, y'all got some balls now. Oh yeah, you know we're not sticking to the you know traditional one of his villains or maybe a villain from someone someone else's back, uh, catalog. Right. So I liked that a lot. And I uh, seen America, America yeah, Chavez, Chavez, seeing Wong get put put through the ringer. Oh, yeah. He, man. <laughs> Life was just not good for him in this movie. <laughs> yeah, my man Wong. So Wong gave Wong the business. Yeah. And then Scarlet Witch really flats her power. Oh, yeah. And how strong she is. And uh, I think the be- one of the better parts of the movie was seeing the Illuminati. Yeah, that Illumi- Illuminati reveal that had Reed Richards, that had Professor Xavier, that had Captain Britain, <laughs> said Maria Rambo as Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Black Bolt. Yep. The real Black, Black Bolt. Bolt. Not, yeah. not not this uh, chaperone they had in the, in the team. In that bullshit ABC TV right. series. Something I, I never forget, uh, a guy I used to work with, he asked me if I checked it out, I said, nine gate chances, they don't because this show's bullshit. I watched it for 10 minutes and I realized Black Bolt's not wearing a mask. Who the hell is he? <laughs> See, even if Black Bolt's not wearing a mask, that just wasn't Black Bolt. Because yeah. he, did, did he talk regular in the show? I don't. I I, I blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first episode of, that, of the you know, Inhumans and I blocked it out of my okay, mind. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, but yeah, that was very, like, fanfare across the board. I was satisfied, especially when I saw Mr. Because you saw it before, you saw it first before I did. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was like, I saw Mr. Fantastic. I was like, right. I'm going to sit my pants. So. And and Mordo as the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I probably, I could say, I guess, was bad about the movies that they play Mordo down, which I understand. It wasn't about him at all. Right. But they fit him in there because it's the multiverse of madness. It made sense for them to come across him. But it, they downplayed him so much. I was like really looking forward to him to like like kicking some ass in a sense. Yeah, and and based off of the first movie, I was kind of expecting that Mortal would play a bigger villain role. Yeah, you know, because based off of how he ended up at the end of the first movie. But I can understand they've had a lot of shit happen, and the universe is connected, so Mortal will probably do his mother shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, and they'll bring him back somewhere. Oh another. yeah, I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that they will. Yeah. So, and yeah, but seeing Black Bolt was fun and then how Scarlet Witch just kind of dismantled the whole group oh yeah I like I hate I won't say I hate I don't particularly like seeing heroes defeated in such a way but it is entertaining oh yeah yeah cause she handedly handed the asses to that right and only one that really put up a, a, a really good fight was Captain Britain um, yeah and, and Captain Marvel yeah but 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 they but when she pushed her back Captain Marvel and then she came back it was like well we know it's not happening to you it's just a matter of how so cause she was handing everybody to ass, and then when she zip tied uh, uh, Black Bolt's mouth and his brain imploded, yeah, <laughs> and then just melted away, uh, Mister Fantastic. I was like, we didn't get to see nothing that he was going to do. 
per se with his powers. I mean, but there's not much he can do against Scarlet Witch in general. This is true, <laughs> but it was just so exciting to see the actual actor cast as him. Now the only thing is that will they cast him? Is he on for for the Fantastic Four movie? I don't feel like he will be. Really? I, yeah, I, I don't. I, I think they'll they'll find a different person to do it. So I think they might have thrown him in just for the fanfare because you know. That actor, a lot of people like him, but I, I feel like for the act, official Fantastic Four movie, I think they might go with somebody else to do it. And you know what? I'm, I wouldn't be surprised that happened. I'm 50% on board with you, but I also enjoyed it so much that I'm willing to, I would like to see him continue the role, right. but I won't be surprised they got somebody else. So we'll see how that plays out. And I know they're going to do a, I think they're going to do a project with Captain Britain. I wouldn't be surprised. They are. They are. And I think they ain't saying anything about Captain Marvel. That Captain Marvel. But it definitely, I guess that doesn't sum up her storyline. But when she did, when, no, she got killed by cancer. She died from cancer, right? Yeah. In the 616. 616 universe. Okay, yeah. So, oh, then Professor X. So we got him in there now. So we had, so, and he had, he had the chair. You Straight know. from the 90s in the comic books chair. The yes. yellow one. Beautiful. So I was I was very excited to see that as well. Even though like we knew that ahead of time, they didn't they didn't have to necessarily get that little tidbit in the trailer to me, but they did anyway. And it was just you know so it was exciting to see him in the chair and talk. And it's like oh my goodness, like we finally about to get the X Men. So even though he didn't say he was an X Men or a mutant, well, right, no. because you know Illuminati. Yeah. So how how's it going to unfold? It's going it's very exciting. So and Doctor, Doctor Strange, he's he's a third eye. Wait, is he a third eye in the end, right? Yeah. So what what was that about? From using the dark hold. Okay, okay. Unleashes some darkness within you, so he grew a third eye. You know, we'll figure out in the next movie what that actually means. Okay. So, looking forward to that. And then, so the Scarlet Witch 616 is dead. And now, we also know there's another Wanda. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wanda Maximoff out there. Some, you know, another universe where where there are children. So, I wonder how that's going to play out with, I guess, if they will bring her back or... I mean, the fact of the matter is they've introduced that there is another Wanda in another universe that is now aware of all of this uh, of this shit. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know they use that Wanda that they used in the Doctor Strange movie to propel her forward. Right, and then also we have Vision that's still out there. Was right. that even Vision from Wanda from Wanda Vision? The white, the white version. That's still is that technically Vision or not? Yeah, I mean because he he merged his memories with the Vision that she created. Okay, okay. So he has all of those memories from the old Vision. So yeah, he's still out there. Okay, well we'll see him pop up eventually, I guess. Right. So, but the way these these contracts are done now, their deals, they're not. You don't hear about them being tied to yeah they, so many more projects now. It's kind of like you know, come as you go. So yeah, they they stop locking them in the multi year contract. So there's you know they want people to want to come back to the role. And okay. they seem to be doing it. So, very fun film. Uh, it's, we in, in the June, and that came out early May. So, yeah. Uh, you haven't seen it, it's on Disney Plus right now. Yep. And it is a very enjoyable watch. Yes. Go watch it. We watched three episodes yep, of Miss Marvel. Three episodes of Miss Marvel. So, I like it a lot. It's giving me even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, that so Raven vibe. It is definitely tailored towards teenagers, mm-hmm. which is to be expected because of the, you know, the source material and the source character. And I will say that that show is so aesthetically pleasing. Yes. The animation, the graphics. The look of that show is is definitely eye-popping, and it's definitely something that you haven't seen in a Marvel show. Yeah. I I really like how when she was texting, and the message was popping up in the background, and then it blended in with the the scenery. Yeah, so they make all of the imagery very whimsical, like it's in the imagination of a teenager. So it is definitely very aesthetically pleasing, and 
the lead actress who's playing Miss Marvel is an enjoyable to watch her. Yes, very much so. Her best friend, what's his name, Bruce or Brian? No. I think it's, it might be Bruce. I believe so, because they could know that, that, that her love interest is calling him Brian. So, yeah, Bruce, I think it's his name. He uh, was supposed to, he was actually, he all came out, he was in the running to be Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I was like, I don't know if I can see it. Yeah, I really couldn't see him as, as Peter Parker. Yeah. But that's what, you know, that's why they ask, that's why they people come in, do multiple testing. And, yeah, because uh, he, he definitely doesn't have the same physicality that Tom Holland has. Well, that, that, but didn't Tom Holland, you know, build up to that? And you, and you no, I think, mean, Tom Holland, he was already like a parkour guy before he yeah, even got that, to Spider-Man. Yeah, that part I knew. So, you know, I know he's kind of, he's gotten... Yeah, little, I mean, little, so he, he would have to work out and everything, but he it, like that skill set, the flipping and all of the rolling and jumping over shit. He really, he already had that before he even got into it. Okay, that's like locking your money. Yeah, so Miss Marvel has definitely been enjoyable. The only one problem that I had is with the you know, episode three, how the villains turned to villains so quickly. I would like them to have to build up to that more, but so this is one minute down. Yo, no, we're here to help, and you know, you know, can you help us? And then the next minute, get this bitch. <laughs> so we tired of being here. It, it, it was, it was too fast. It was too fast for me. And I understand they only got six episodes. They want to move the story forward, but they could have done it at least draw it out a little more. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know. I know uh, Ms. Marvel, but I don't know too much of. I never read down the comics, so I'm interested to see what type of villain might be introduced here. Well, I think I know we got the villains per se. I'm gonna read. Like probably one of her volumes and see like you know what kind of things she deals with because I don't know too much about overall character too much right. so everything to me is like it's just yeah it's I got brand a, new. I got a few Miss Marvel comics they they've been interesting reads okay so but yeah it's a very good show though very well acted and um, I like the fact that it's not whitewashed it's you know they have Muslim actors they have Muslim writers and directors and right. producers and they, they really really draw into that Pakistani Muslim culture that yes. she hails from. Yeah, I'm glad that it, it wasn't Prince of Persia, <laughs> so, right? Maybe or that that one British guy that always plays the Arab guy that like that was in Heroes. Yeah, the professor. Yeah, because he's not actually Muslim, right? He's a British actor. So yeah, to see them actually put forth to preserve the culture of you know Pakistan, yeah, Pakistani Muslims. I, I'm like, shh, thank goodness, you know, y'all, y'all got it right this time. So, right, I mean, and that's the thing that Marvel has been doing for quite some time is to get people that's to, to the tell culture. those stories that are of the culture right. that, that the stories are supposed to represent. So, yeah, they've been pretty good with having that diversity to tell those stories. Yes, that's very important. And oh, we and we also finished watching uh, Obi Wan. Yeah, that just ended its first season, and woof. I that that Darth Vader bad man. Yeah, he is a goddamn bad man, and he is a sadistic bad man. <laughs> he got a grudge, <laughs> right? Said so Obi Wan gets put through the goddamn ringer. He drug him through fire, right? He set a fire and then drug that man. Used the force to drag Obi Wan through a fire. <laughs> it's like we teach you this in Jedi school, oh, right? <laughs> he had he had a chip on his goddamn shoulder. Yeah, he they definitely flexed Darth Vader, and I like well, I've like. But they've done with Darth Vader in different projects over the years. They've made him like the boogeyman. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Going back to the movie, when well, that first movie was made, like 1973? Yeah. Something like that. Set in the 70s. Yeah, set, yeah, 73. Yeah. So 1973, like Darth Vader already had this lore of him being this, this badass in the universe. And to see them go back to it, like, what, 50 years now? Yeah, about 50 years now. 
and they expand on that and they do something like this where he just he dragging Obi-Wan through the fire and he's manhandled Reba. Right, and he is just massacring people. Just yeah, 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 left and right. Yeah. And he hands Obi-Wan his ass again with, you know, like throwing you know, pound him under no, he he forced pushed the ground. Or forced bitch slap the ground. <laughs> right. And then you know, he, he falls in the pit and he just kind of just like, yeah, we're going to put this on top of you and then yeah, walk so away. They, they've done a really good job of flexing Vader's power and showing that he, you know, how powerful that people were describing him to be with the Force. Exactly. So, and then Obi-Wan, you know, stepping up like, look, I ain't no bitch now. Right. So, you were my friend at one point, but that don't mean nothing now. And he cracked Vader's helmet. I liked how the voices were going in between, like right, yeah, voice because and you know that voice, the helmet is from his respirator. Yeah, and since it's cracked open, you should hear his actual voice. So yeah, yeah that was slick. And I think the only problem that I had with the show—I mean, well, two problems. One in the beginning because I felt like you know Reva, third sister of the Inquisition, Reva mm-hmm. was a little over the top, no but problem. they toned it down the preceding episodes. And that one episode when they captured Leia. How the hell was this 10-year-old outrunning these three-ass grown people? <laughs> Please explain. I can't. Because I was looking at the same episode like, what, like, how y'all can't catch the bitch? <laughs> right. This little-ass 10-year-old with these tiny-ass legs is outrunning three grown-ass people. Right. Cause, but they, but they, but she was she was kind of slipping and sliding through the, through the terrain. She did that a couple times. Right, yeah. But it's like... I said, man, they, they had a straightaway. She running... And you like you just <laughs> hey hey come back kid like a like a cartoon character like right yeah so that, those are the only two problems like one like in the beginning it said Reva was really over the top and like you told it down a little bit <laughs> we know you got a chip on your shoulder sweetheart <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah I thoroughly enjoyed it and to be honest that was my first time watching any of the Star Wars series right out. I didn't watch Mandalorian or. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I, and I seen I seen some episodes. I've been like, I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. And I finally got I got me a new, a new TV, a big uh, 55 inch TV. And I'm like, okay, I want to I'm gonna watch it on these series. Beforehand, I'd be watching on my dad's TV, but I just, it's like I be more uh, focused on watching the Marvel stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna get to the Star Wars stuff later. So now I got my my new TV. I'm like, been watching a lot of those shows now. So, but yeah, Obi Wan was tough. I would do a second season. Right. So even though this. This show takes place 10 years before the start of A New Hope, so I'm not sure what stories they can tell, but Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen are down for a second season. Yeah, I think it might even do a Darth Vader series, because Hayden Christensen, by him reprising the role, he said, I would love to see where it goes, and I think there's enough, there's definitely enough material for them to do a solo yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, Darth Vader, because I'm, I want to know, first of all, what the hell he be doing in that chair when he ain't killing nobody? Because he just sitting in the chair like... Right, well, he got minions to do stuff. <laughs> he's a commander. Can you see because Anthony talked about City of Sims like, whoop, yep. Uh. I mean, he's a situation where, yo, Darth Vader is the nuke. You only send in the nuke when shit is bad. <laughs> so, yeah, but it, that that's a, it was a very good series. And I think one of the, my favorite parts was just like him fighting Reva. Because he, would, he wasn't using his lightsaber at one point. It was just force. Right. Just stopping her lightsaber. Like, yeah. yeah. You ain't fucking with me. <laughs> they, they call me DV. So she pulled out the dual saber. He snapped that bitch and then took one of them and handed her the other one. <laughs> Yo, let's go. Right, like the hell? Straight disrespected her. I'm, I'm just, I'm just pleased with it overall. Yeah, so. it definitely was a good series. And then we go into the boys' comeback. Yeah, man, they've been going balls to the wall. 
Yeah, this this third season is everything. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm definitely enjoying the new character, Soldier Boy, played by. But this guy from Super, yeah, Supernatural. From Supernatural. Yeah, there you go. Pretty yeah. So, but yeah, I'm enjoying him because he he looks good as shit as a superhero in a superhero costume. Yeah, yeah. He looks really good, and it's like yeah, it's a very good costume. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, they he could be Captain America. You know, for real though, like he yeah. wasn't or somebody else. But he, I know he's expressed interest in like kind of like dipping into the hero world. So this is, I think he's doing a really good job because like Soldier Boy is on some shit. Yeah. So in these episodes, they've upped the raunchiness. They've upped the gore. Yeah. They've upped the action. It, it's been very, very good. Yeah, and I look forward to it because it's probably the more S rated out of all the superhero shows out there right now. Oh, I definitely. Yeah, so. And then these, these characters are so odd. Homeland is fucking bonkers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's definitely starting to lose his grip on reality as he decided to take over Vought. And now he has to deal with all of those pressures of being in control as opposed to people just telling him what the hell to do. Right, because he wasn't ready for that. Yeah. So, because he took out the, the main guy. Edgar. Edgar, for, you know, who's running Vault. Vault. Yeah, deposed him from power from the position of control. Yeah, so he wasn't ready for that, but he, you see him unwinding. Yeah. So, and then you got A-Train, who's just a damn... He, he, he's, he's just been a bitch. I'm waiting for him to, I'm waiting for him to kill him off. <laughs> so, yeah, he's used to not being useless. Okay. And he's been, you know, because of the fact, you know, his issues with his power, he's just been useless. And so now he's trying to figure out where his place is, where he's going through a whole image change. We talking about some back to Africa shit, man. Man, you never been to Africa. <laughs> I, ha- I I was I hated hated that part of the, what, the episode two, I guess, or two or three, when he did the whole Pepsi commercial. Uh, yeah, that, that was aping the, the Kylie Jenner commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumbo, you know, we all get along. We just need some main train juice. So it's like, <laughs> I, like I liked it. That's how they did it with the Pepsi commercial. Yes, it was so cringeworthy, though. So, so, and the same thing with the damn Pepsi commercial right. with Kylie Jenner. So, some indiscriminate protest. The police come, hand them a Pepsi. We're all friends. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? What, what, what were they even protesting? What's, what's police brutality when you got a Pepsi? Right. Or some A-Train juice. Like, what the hell? But I get why they did it. It's entertainment. It's just like... Uh, it, was, it was meant to be cringe because the original Pepsi commercial was cringe. Right, they took that shit so down so quick because Twitter t- tore that up. Yeah, so, so uh, as they should have. Yeah, I've definitely been enjoying The Boys so far, and I can't wait to see how it ends. Because they are starting to put Homelander through the ring, and I know a lot of people want to see him get his ass handed to him. I, I know I don't I don't I don't want to necessarily see him his ass get handed to him. I like the I like the unraveling part of him actually like the mental part of everything. Him, him unraveling, I enjoy that a lot because when he gave that speech at his birthday bash, and he was like. <sighs> I'm just better than you all. Let's right. just face it. I'm him, tired of apologizing. Right. I like I like that a lot. So him going off the edge, I'm like, keep on because it's, it's they they made something that they can't control. Yeah, so see, I, I like seeing him getting taken down a peg because with the, the express purpose of that speech, where he's on this high horse, where he just I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking god to peons. Right. And so seeing that person who is that narcissistic get knocked down a peg is always cathartic for me. Yeah, I, I enjoy that a lot. And we got Umbrella Academy just came on, came out this Wednesday. Yeah. So I'm on episode four. I just finished three. I've just finished episode five, the day of this taping. And it's been very enjoyable. Klaus, for me, is still on the show. Oh, yeah, he's always still on the show. Overall, there's, they're, they're all very good actors. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the, the show has got some good writers and some very good actors. And one thing I enjoy about the Umbrella Academy, and I think it's on the same kind of tier with the boys, is not... 
action-packed, but it is a very well-acted and very oh, well-written yeah. it, show. It's definitely built around those character moments. Yeah, cause, and then, but this season, because this is the third season, right? Yeah. They, they, they have the budget because we see a lot more special effects and they are better. Yeah, much better than special effects. Yes, cause, and they're doing it a lot more frequently in episodes too. And and for me, that episode one, Footloose Dance Off was just, it was everything. Right, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Did not see it coming and man, it was so good. Yeah. So well choreographed. Shout out to all of the actors who put in the time to make that shit work. Yes, that was a, that was a good uh, scene because it, it took me back to the first season when they were coming back because their father passed away and they all had like they were doing like yeah. solo dances yeah with the song I think I'm alone now yeah because yeah. they did they did, they did, they did that dance in the second season right I think they might have I think that's kind of just a thing to do yeah that's, that, that's their thing so it was like I forgot all about it until they did that Footloose dance and now I thought about it I said does Footloose do this I mean you know, they, they, they dance in Footloose but not like that that was you know their own original dance to Footloose but it was definitely definitely enjoyable so yeah the Umbrella Academy I said you know probably by the end of next week I'll get through the rest of the season but so far from the five episodes that I've watched it's definitely been very good yeah I'll probably get through in the next couple of days and yeah I like that a lot very but you know it's a very good show and, and let's see so with that being said then recently what movies have we patched on with that they coming out so I'll let you uh, start off I passed on Top Gun why so I don't have the same nostalgia for the original okay because I, and I did enjoy the original Top Gun but for me it's just weird watching you know those naval aerial jet battles because they don't happen anymore it's not a thing anymore <laughs> You really don't have, you know, fighter jet dog fights anymore. So the fact that they made a movie about it is just weird. So I, I passed on it. Huh. Yeah, I didn't see Top Gun either. Only because I'd never seen the original. Mm. So, and that's it's, it's something that I do want to watch eventually. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty enjoyable. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, like, I like Tom Cruise's ad. It doesn't age well if, you know, in, in the form of how misogynistic it is. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's still an enjoyable movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, I passed on Top Gun 2. Passed on Jurassic World. Yes. It was a Dominion. Yeah, and I heard that wasn't good that good either. Oh, I, I did not expect it to be good at all. So, yeah, I like Jurassic Park, though. Like the, I mean... Yeah, I like Jurassic Park 1 and 2. 3 is shit, and all of Jurassic World has been shit. I think the only one I like... Because I never saw the second one, so I can't comment on that one. But I think, I mean, Jurassic... You, the first you one... You forced us to go to that one, and I hated it the whole way through. <laughs> Didn't make no goddamn sense how this woman in heels is outrunning a T Rex. I ain't got no argument for that. <laughs> you better not. I don't have no argument for that because you know white women seem to do amazing things in movies, <laughs> especially in heels. Right. So I, I, I ain't got nothing for that, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've passed on most of the movies because I tend to pass on most of the movies, but those are the big movies that I passed on. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Those. those I would say those two. I know. I had no interest because my dad. He, he asked me like, "You gonna see this?" I'm like, "Nah." You gonna see that? Like, yeah. So, I think something else came out recently. The only other ones because I can pull up the list of the movies that came out in 2022 is Firestarter. How was that? Uh, it's a remake of the original Firestarter. Oh, okay. The original Firestarter. No, I heard. Oh, it's actually it. a decent movie. Yeah, but they did a they did a remake which is apparently bullshit. And then they did a Downton Abbey movie. I ain't, I ain't watched the season series. I ain't me neither. So yeah, I don't know. And Buzz Lightyear was the was the last biggest movie that came out from Disney. I I, I would I thought it was gonna be a Disney Plus. I know it's gonna eventually get on there, but I didn't feel like I need to go see it in theaters. Yeah, I haven't watched a Toy Story movie since Toy Story Two. 
well, basically the universe it's, per se, but yeah, not it's, Toy Story. It's movie. the Buzz Lightyear. It's supposed to be the Buzz Lightyear movie that Andy saw that made him want a Buzz Lightyear character. Oh. Yeah, so that was the last big movie that came out. Well, Elvis was the other one. I ain't watching that. Yeah, no, I don't need to see the movie about the guy who stole black people's music. <laughs> Bet you didn't know that now, did you? That's, that's a fun fact. You're going to put that in the, in the post? I guess I can add that. <laughs> and the only other one that hasn't come out yet, but that is supposed to come out, is you know, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, you know, ready to see that. Yeah, we're going to see that. Of course, because Black Panther come out this year, right? Come out in November. It's supposed to? Do they finish production? I think they film uh, principal photography. Yeah, I mean, they, they were deep into the production. It's, it's supposed to, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Well, I, my prediction is that we could be seeing uh, a Black Panther trailer with Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah, that or, is a possibility. Or shortly after the movie released. Yeah. So I think sometime in July, probably close to August, we might see a trailer. Right. Because we got September, October, November. So that's like three or four months out. Yeah. So that sounds about right to what Ma would be doing anyway. Did he have a trailer for Thor when, when Down the Strange came out? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So I'm expecting we're going to see a, uh, some kind of teaser trailer with uh, Black Panther. Yeah, it's a strong possibility. Yeah. So, But then that leads us into movie franchises, right? Yeah, so it's best and worst movie franchises. So let's see. Well, let's go. You want to do worst first? Let's or do best? worst. Okay. So mine for worst would uh, be Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> Definitely deserves it. That was one of the ones I was thinking. Yeah, because I mean, the first one was cool. Yeah, it, it was. And the second one is, is alright. Yeah, yeah, a little more campy. Granted, yeah, yeah. They, they drove a goddamn muscle car into a boat. But it was still grounded in some realism. Yeah, like, I, I, the first two, I, 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 I would I give you. Right, it was it was still about street racing. Right. The third one, because I was talking with Drift, right? Yeah. The third one was like, that could have been a made-for-TV made movie. And they essentially treated it like that. Right. And then you got the Fast Five. Which fast, is the four. Yeah, fast Four, which was Fast and Furious, then Fast Five. Okay, and then the sixth one. I saw Fast Five, and that was the last one that I saw. I watched them all. I'm not proud of that. Oh, you shouldn't be. But I watched them all, and I don't. Even, I don't even have a favorite one. If I, I guess if I did, maybe the first one, because yeah. like I said, it was just ground. It was, it was grounded in street racing. Yeah, there was definitely more realism to it. It was pretty much Point Break with street racing. Now, could you make that into nine films? With just being it being grounded, you probably you might you, I don't think you get nine films, but I think if you kept it grounded, you might get to four or five. Yeah, you could definitely get four movies out with with, with like with the stakes getting a little higher and higher. Right. Yeah. You know with that with that same premise, but, but yeah, to turn these motherfuckers into like secret super soldiers, <laughs> fuck that. With cars, it's gotten you know more and more silly over the years. It's, I get it's entertainment, but it's just been like y'all niggas in space. Right, and then you got cars jumping through buildings. And the thing about it, you know, isn't they when the first Fast Furious like they you see like them modifying the cars and the, you know street racing and the painting of the cars and the, the different things of of car of car culture. Right. They went from robbing big rigs to flying out of space. How the fuck does one make that leap? So yeah, that that that's definitely one of the worst. And for me, one, one another thing off the top of my head was Transformers. Mm. I don't understand how a franchise could start at such a high note mm -hmm. with the first Transformers and then fall so fucking far when we ended up with Bumblebee. You, you made a very good point. Every subsequent movie. 
keeps rewriting its fucking origin. Every subsequent movie writes rewrites the origin of the Transformers. Yeah, you you got you got a point there because it was like Transformers is good. What was the second one? The Re- Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Fallen. Fallen. Absolute garbage. Yeah, I, I, it's some scenes now, like but like now overall story I don't care for. Dark of the Moon was good. Yeah, that was decent. And then you get Extinction, Age of Extinction. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. And then what was the last? Last one? night. Last night. Age of Extinction was bullshit. Yeah, it, last night was bullshit. Even though they had the, the Dinobots in there, but they they were just so... They shoehorned them in at the end of the movie. The last fucking 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, and they didn't have no personality. They didn't have... They actually didn't, they didn't even talk, so... And then you have The Last Night, which is... They, you said to keep re- rewriting the origin. Yeah. And but come all along, they said Michael Bay never had a script. He was just he was just shooting shit and then going along as... T- I can believe it. <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> I can absolutely believe it. <sighs> so yeah, uh, let's see. That's five movies. Bumblebee was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Bumblebee, but Bumblebee could have been a series on on one of streaming services. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say it'd been better, but it just didn't. I don't think it needed to be a movie. So that's why five films, six, six films, and now they they're doing they're doing a uh, Beast Wars. Yeah, which I I, I, I don't know. Nah, I'm not looking for it. Come on next year, so. Yes, don't move my TV series for me. They, 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 they about to. For me, my other pick would be the S-Man franchise. Whew, that went downhill so fast. <laughs> it had such a high note with X-Men S2. and then X2. And then my God. <laughs> it's been years of turmoil. Like, See, Fox didn't know what the fuck they were doing with that one. Yeah, the first one, even though it... You look at it now, it's kind of like, and these outdated graphics, which happens with older movies, of course. Yeah, yeah. S2, I think there's definitely an argument between S2, Spider-Man 2, and some, you either pick maybe two more, or maybe one more, to put up against those two. It's like the standard superhero movies. Right. Because they were very, those was like some of the, Spider-Man 2 and S2, I, I think some of the best ones. Then Last Stand. Days of Future Past. I like Days of Future Past, but what takes but if I watch it again and again, I keep I question more and more stuff, yeah, especially of, with Kitty Pryde's powers. Yeah, all of the inconsistencies really of, of that movie just throw me the fuck off. Yeah, it, it's it's so many things that just don't make sense that I can't suspend my sense of disbelief to make it make sense. Like, how the fuck does Magneto inject metal into his plastic Sentinels and now he controls the operating system of the Sentinels? Because he rewired it. You didn't <laughs> see that part. <laughs> how the fuck does that work? Yeah. Like, it's so, it's so many things that when you... you, know, you yeah, it just... It fucks with it. Now, X-Men First Class, I fucking hate it. Yeah, I, I didn't... I, I didn't care First Class because it definitely... Even though I don't mind seeing the other characters in there, I was looking like maybe like oh they might bring you know bring in Cyclops and Iceman. I feel like you know because they they put Ice Clop, Ice Clops, Cyclops and Iceman in like the first trilogy and like such a you know there's just a huge age gap. You know like Iceman was a student, yeah. Cyclops was the was a teacher per se, and you know to me I would like to see them both on the same kind of playing field. Yeah. But that's just one that's one of the many regrets I had about First Class. Like yeah. action wise, it. There's a couple fun stuff in there that Mandy will flesh his power a lot more. So Right. And then all of the subsequent X Men's like Apocalypse, where they are taking place at ten year gaps, but the people that fucking age. Yeah. And then all the Wolverine movies I did not like. 
Oh yeah, I mean, I damn near forgot about them because you had origins was just crap. Oh, all the way through. They changed the character so much. The Wolverine was shit. But you know what though? The Wolverine isn't that bad. Shut up. Compared to the over, I think out of, out of the whole trilogy, I think it might be the strongest one. Uh, I mean, people like Logan for some odd fucking reason. I, Logan cool, but it. it I so can't say Logan cool. No, it was so fucking. I, I can't say it's cool because the fact that. I like the idea of, in that sense, they ended the... Because Logan came out, and then what was the last one that came out? Dark Phoenix, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, in a sense, Logan ended the S-Men universe with that last one because everybody died off. Yeah. So, I like the aspect of it when they meet. They, when you start, Logan is taking care of Professor S because he's kind of having meltdowns in a sense, you know. And he somehow killed off the other S-Men. Yeah, with his psychic seizures. Yeah. So... That part I liked about it, and but one thing I did though wanted to see was how that happened. And the director said, "Well, if I put that in there, then yo focus people would focus on that part of the movie, not Logan himself." Yeah, maybe it would have made for a better movie. It could have been because that I like watching Hugh Jackman sleep. Apparently, because that's what the majority of that fucking movie was. Him taking naps. So at that point, he's probably well. We already know he's older than Professor X. Yeah, I mean he was born in the sixteen hundreds. So yeah, he. He's old as hell. I think I, I, I like I like Hugh Jackman as Logan, but I think like the the second Wolverine was it just it was just cheap, and they just didn't do the ravages any justice. So yeah, so yeah, so the X Men franchise definitely. I got an even worse one. Was that that I haven't even watched all the movies? But it's fucking terrible. Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Ice Cause Age. Because I, I saw the first one. I was like, okay, this is pretty funny. It's not great, but it's definitely a pretty good kids movie. Mm-hmm. And then they had like four fucking other ones. <laughs> it just it went downhill. Like, and, and then you can tell even in the voice acting that it's like, damn, really don't give a fuck about doing this anymore. They collecting the check. <laughs> Said Dennis Leary is clearly checked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never found none of the Ice Ages to be ha 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 like your knee funny. I thought the first one was pretty funny. Yeah, the first I think the first one was good. Then there's the, the, the I mean, um, I mean, because they even brought Queen Latifah in. Yeah, and I'm like, I think it's five Ice Age movies. I think we got another one coming out. I wouldn't be surprised. So, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's not that's not the best franchise. Yeah, so that that's that was one of my other choices for the work. Since you want anime, I'm a, I'm gonna throw this one out there. Madagascar. I don't even understand how that went on for <laughs> as many movies as it did and fucking spinoffs. Nah, King Julian the shit. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> I did not like the first Madagascar. I could not find that funny at all. I tried. I tried. Yeah, it, I don't know you got to pick your poison with either one of them with Ice Age and uh, Madagascar because they. I, I know they're, they're not by the same studio. I think Madagascar is oh, DreamWorks. Yeah. Just you know, got some big names because I mean, you got uh, Ben Stiller, yeah, Ben Chris Stiller, Rock. Chris Rock, Ray Romano, Dennis. You said Dennis Lurie. In Ice Age, yeah, Dennis Lurie is in Ice Age, and then Quentin Tarantino yeah, yeah. joins us, uh, joins in. So, yeah, uh, Jan- John Leguizamo, yeah, um, a bunch of big names to do the voice acting for these movies and other franchises. The shit, I think that's, I think that's a good list for such bad franchises. Yes, yeah, yeah, worst franchises go. Oh, yeah, for yeah. Aspen, uh, Deadpool was, was probably was a highlight. Yeah, that is technically still a part of that franchise. Yeah, Aspen, I mean Deadpool and Deadpool Two, uh, definitely. Yeah, so, so I, 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 out I, of like. Ten movies, they had four good ones. Yeah, so. and in a twenty-year span, that's a bad average. 
<laughs> Very bad. But I, mean, I would say X-Men, X2. I like Days of Future Past. Deadpool, Deadpool 2. So I just five. Because they, cause the documents was terrible. I, I say four because I did not like Days of Future Past. All right, so... And we don't like uh, you're not a fan of uh, nothing the Fast and the Furious, with the exception of the first one, which I thought was point break with street racing. And I was like, okay, that's, it was pretty good. But outside of that, yeah, nope, not the one. And uh, so, what, what was on the list of worst, best movie franchises or our favorite? Oh, I mean, we've talked about our favorite movies for a while now, and we're reaching a good gap of time, <laughs> so, so we can end with the worst. <laughs> all right, well, I'll pass this to you. Better franchise then. Star Wars or Marvel? Well, Marvel has more movies, and I... Really? Yeah, definitely. How many films? How many films? Like, 20? Over 20. And Star Wars ain't 20? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, even really? with the spinoffs, I mean, there's That's... nine, and then there's the, uh, Han Solo, 10, and then there's Rogue One, 11. That's 11. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was more than that. Nope, nope. Yeah, there's Four, three, three trilogies. Oh, it's not, it's not okay. Nine, nine, three, three, three. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, as as far as that, that goes, I have got to give it to Marvel with the fact that they just have more a stronger output. We know how you feel about DC. So yeah. So oh, let me let, let me ask you this though. So we, so we summed that. So we got past that. The hell's going on with Ezra Miller? I mean, the motherfucker has mental issues that have gone unchecked for some time, and that was coming ahead. Cause he got like some he got some children in his house that he's. He, what's he doing? He's like not tank caring. He's like no, no, him? yeah. There, there was the you know the case that he had for you know the most recent one is the parents of this you know teenage girl that said that he was grooming her and he kidnapped her because she left with him, you know, left the house with him, mm-hmm. and they say that he he's been grooming her since he met her at like twelve or thirteen, and now like the police want to question him but they can't find him. So when they say grooming, is that like a sexual act kind of a thing? I mean, it, it can be sexual, but what it is is that you're manipulating this person so that you can control them. Oh, okay, okay. You, you, you're creating the, the ideal individual that you want, but you start them off young when they're malleable and you can manipulate them. Right, okay. So, okay. I mean, it can be sexual in nature, and a lot of times it does lead to, you know, being a, having a, a sexual, intimate relationship. Well, I don't want to get too much in that. That's definitely a topic for another day. Yeah, um, he got a lot of shit going on with him. Yeah, cause they about they talking about like not scrapping the movie, but like, I think it's done. Yeah, yeah, it was um, definitely finished. But definitely talking about like not even have him in the universe anymore or working with WB. Period. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, they got the Flashpoint movie. That's a good way to replace him. So there you have it. So you think we covered everything? I think we covered everything. Okay. All right. Well, signs off then. All right, everybody. That's the show. And as always, you can check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. All those good things. And don't forget to comment, like, share, subscribe to the YouTube page. And all the other ones. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Peace out. Peace out.